0: Gentlemen,
1: start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio Hotler. For those who don't know, it's Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time.
0: It's
1: on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, it's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry, little, uh, um uh um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. cheers, Cheers. Cheers. Viewers, and welcome to episode 195 of Radio no, yeah, Hot that, that zany and lighthearted podcast that takes a look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets, and barbecues. And luckily, not Fogues' chest as he video Skypes to me from Melbourne before he goes off for his little racket night. You're a bit of a racketeer, folks.
0: Very 1970s, eh? Shirt front open, gold medallion, hairy chest, I'll be away. Flashback. How are you, mate?
1: Good to see you again.
0: But I am, you're right. A bit of a racket tonight. Uh, Well, actually, not much racket because I'm supposed to be meeting up with my tennis group, but the weather over here is awful. The courts are saturated, so our fallback position is to go and have dinner at Royal South Garrett Tennis Club.
1: Oh, ladi da! Hence, yeah. the, hence the shirt.
0: Well, yes, you have to get dressed up for such a a fine establishment. So there we go. Yeah, and I'm back from Singapore. I know you missed me, and uh, so I'm good to be here. You're good to be there. So we've got lots to to talk about.
1: oh folks. Yeah. So yeah. We've got and someone else shoot. to talk about Singapore. I, I, I don't, we're just gonna. Oh, okay. I, want to, I want to just have a look at the mess you've got round there. Most importantly, folks, what are you having to drink tonight? Uh,
0: coffee, because I'm driving. A
1: am very responsible, on, folks. So I'm, I'm
0: so responsible, it's not funny. It's well, just a matter of sleep until the big one, Johnny, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it is the big one next week. I'm actually really looking forward to it. It's a pity that the um, the uh, luxurious rent uh, supply car... At your end has fallen through, but nonetheless, it has fallen through at the perfect time when JP and I are actually going to be winging our way in the Wowie across the plains uh, to see you there um, to get your dinner ready, maybe. Well,
0: yes, it's very sad. No voice trip. We usually have the big road trip well, To the mountain, but you two are going your own ways. You've snubbed me.
1: It's it's not it's not confirmed. And speaking of snubbing, we've snobbed JP. In fact, viewers. Folks, it's rare that we would do that. JP would will be here shortly, but he'll be horrified to know that we've, we've sort of cutting his lunch.
0: Always started without him, but if you can't, you know, be here on time or even a little early.
1: That's right. Look, I—I um, I think yeah, you've got to go to, to tennis, but yeah, we would love to hear what went on in uh, on in Singapore. I've got uh, um, a few questions for you, and um, well, I'll be posing to you shortly.
0: I look forward to that.
1: Well, oh, off you go, folks. You're on.
0: Well, I'm waiting for you to pose the questions that you have just mentioned.
1: Well, other than, the, other than the general mood and atmosphere and how you enjoyed the sweatiness up there and, and, and food and this and that and the other thing, curfews.
0: Very hot and humid, and yes, curfews was the buzzword of the weekend. A couple of the teams got caught out um, erroneously, as it turned out, but. Having their teams come in too early this year as a part of the uh, resource restriction agreement that limits how much teams can spend on their Formula One programs. It includes a, a not only a ceiling on the number of staff, but the number of hours that they can work while they're at the track. And they have to leave, well, you know, at local time means they have to, leave by midnight to track each day and they can't come back until, you know, I think it's roughly 9 o'clock the next morning, something like that. And a couple of teams initially seemed to fall foul of that rule because some marketing and PR types were coming in before the curfew ended. Uh, but of course the argument was, well, they're not directly involved in the, the running of the cars or the operation. So, And it came in a couple of cases, though, just guests who had uh, VIP passes from the three teams involved, Mercedes, um, Red Bull and I can't remember the other one, it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, it's much to do about nothing, because the FIA looked into it and agreed that yes, these people didn't have any material effect around the car, so um, they didn't lose one of the four days they're allowed during the year, the so-called jokers that they have, um, to put in some extra hours if they need to. So I think they'll change, clarify the rules for next year. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm tempted to say, that was the most exciting thing that happened um, all weekend. Because to be brutally honest, the race was pretty dull. Sebastian Vettel just ran away with it, had total control of it, and unlike previous years at the Singapore Street Track, which is pretty rough and a pretty rough and tumble place, um, there weren't many accidents or incidents. So it was just a well, an almost a victory lap for Vettel. He needs now just one point to clinch his second successive. Formula 1 World Championship and it's inconceivable that he won't lock it up if not the next race in Japan shortly thereafter and honestly he's just the class of the field this year you know the combination of, of Vettel and the Red Bull uh, Renault RB7 is uh, pretty much pretty much unbeatable you know only a couple of other guys have actually nabbed wins this year or three other guys I guess Alonso Hamilton and um Jensen Button, but now Jensen Button, Fernando Alonso, and Mark Webber—they're fighting for all that's left. Second place will be a big scrap between them. But I've got to say, Mark Webber—he's having a tough year. um, He—I don't know if he's been demoralised by Vettel's sheer pace. You know, Vettel certainly has stepped it up this year. There's no doubt, Uh, or whether he's still struggling with adapting to the Pirelli tyres. I don't know. Webber clearly not as strong as he was last year um and he he just seems a bit flat and almost demoralized at this stage of the championship i mean he's a fighter he'll bat on but um, he's yet to score a victory this year unlike last year when of course at this stage he was very much in contention for the world title but the man is the surprise of the year I, i think so far is jensen button he's actually overshadowing lewis hamilton you know he's much heralded, heralded teammate, and uh, you know regarded as the, the the ultimate racer in the field. But Hamilton is going through all sorts of issues this year, and you know, just keeps running into people and having fights with people. He and Massa had a bit of a set to after the race. Hamilton certainly is off his game, and Button has just really um, you know, he's taken hold of it. He's taken team leadership at McLaren. It's a it's not a situation you'd expect, but you know the Jensen's a lot better than people. Um, gave him credit for some years back, and um, he's a very, very smooth racer and a very crafty one as well.
1: Yeah, one would seem to uh, I think that perhaps Lewis has lost his way a little bit, you know, that his management has changed from his father from last year, and, and now I think there was some stuff about like they didn't, he didn't even have any sort of like people coaches there with him, nor um, were there at some of the other events at the beginning of the year, you know, just when he gets into these awkward situations, and you know, perhaps that one, like, you know. With a, Bit of a war of words there with, with a massive. Um, a pair of them seem to spend more time in pit lane, travelling through for one reason or another than anyone else. So, yeah, it just seems like he's a bit, he's just a bit running a bit hot and cold.
0: Yeah, he looks a bit aimless, a bit rudderless. Um, uh, some events over driving and um, crashing either off the track or into people, or, you know, we at Monza when he had that extraordinary battle with Schumacher, where, you know, Schumacher. Um, you know did everything he could successfully to keep Hamilton behind but Hamilton in that stout was strangely subdued yeah. um, you know it wasn't the real but you know, been, fighter that you'd think and he, you know he thought you would have thought he would have pushed Shuey out of the way but he didn't you know Shuey just had him bluff I mean it was a, a fantastic battle you know probably the best most sustained battle we've seen in Formula 1 in well if not living memory for a long time but um no, Hamilton's missing something and um, it 's interesting he has new management this year, but it 's a group, not a single person it's um, you know one, one of these uh, management groups that normally manages you know um, music stars and you know boy bands and girl bands and things like that
1: well isn 't like that normal. interesting that you mentioned that because I was just actually thinking that just recently' it'd been sort of it might have been taken a bit out of context but he He was sort of saying well you know when i when I finish formula one i maybe i'll be hanging around with pop stars as much as I do now and seem to quite like the a list life and in that sphere and Now that you mentioned the management group is um some uh associated with the music industry maybe that's sort of a bit of a, a connection there from these you know girlfriend and um some of the some of the uh the rap singers that he likes to hang out with well that Johnny
0: is leading a bit of a, a rock star life, away from the track of it. He spends most of his time, apparently these days, commuting across to Los Angeles, where his um, girlfriend, uh, who's one of the pussycat dolls, um, is based, and he does hang out with um, a lot of other, you know, A-listers, if you like, on the Hollywood beat, and uh, you could wonder whether he's distracted or not, he says he's, you know, fully committed but commuting back and forth between the U.S. is uh, not really the way to be um, tackling the Formula One World Championship. We've no, seen that no, in the past. No, no. You know, Michael Andretti tried it back in 1993, and even using the Concorde, it was just a very a wearing schedule. So, not entirely sure what's up with young Lewis and what's in his head, but um, clearly, you can see it and everyone agrees, he just needs to you know, settle down and, and channel his firiness and aggressiveness. And, um, and get back into a position where he's challenging for victories, not, um, you know, at war with people. And really, as I said before, Barton has, um, you know, taken the ascendancy in the team, and um, he's the one that's uh, leading the McLaren charge at the moment.
1: Yeah, cool. Well, what to, anything of interest happening in support categories up there? Anything interesting that you don't see down this part of the world? Uh, they have very ordinary support categories, number two
0: some Asian formula which is a well basically a rebranding of the old Formula BMW and they had the uh, Asian Porsche Carrera Cup one of its races there and uh, Beardo, Craig Beard was um, among the front runners there he didn't win the races Um, I think he was on the podium in each of the events and uh, just got beat out by um, um, a guy Menzel I think his name is Colin Menzel, I think. Anyway, I didn't... I don't know who he is. So Can't be too bad, though. And, um, Darryl O'Young.
1: Ah, uh, yes, Darryl O'Young, who, in fact, didn't he have a driver of the, in the uh, Audi r 8 at Bathurst 12 hour? And is a, and a DTM driver. Um, World
0: well, Touring championship driver. And, uh, yes, well, despite the name, he's, he's Chinese, he's from Hong Kong.
1: What, what do you mean, despite the name? Darryl Ogun doesn't sound. Darryl O? <laughs>
0: Darryl It yeah, doesn't sound Chinese,
1: does it? Well, I have a feeling he's got a DTM gig, um, but anyway.
0: Well, it's very
1: Free Cup Championship. I thought he might have had a DTM gig. No, he
0: has a world... Are
1: you sure? He's got it. Don't make me check. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I, I, I owe that. Uh. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah. something rather interesting has happened. Yeah, but that was
0: it for the support races. They're very boring, and that's why, you know. We got very close last year the to the V8s getting onto the support program as the main supporting class. Um, you know, unfortunately they didn't quite get across the line. I think in the end the teams just said it was too much to be going up to Singapore just two weeks before the Bathurst 1000. And racing, you know, on a difficult and treacherous street track, you know, the, the damage Uh, would have made it too difficult coming back to Australia to get ready for the biggest race of the year. So that's unfortunately why at the moment, may happen one day, but at the moment we know the V8's on as the major support act for the Singapore Grand Prix. But the Grand Prix, apart from everything, it's just the most spectacular race under lights. The the cars look extraordinary, they really do. And The Singaporeans really put on a big show, they had a couple of big rock concerts um, after the race. With some, uh, it's some pretty big names. Lincoln Park was on Sunday night, just as I was leaving. Um, you know, just you know, they really uh, dress it up really well, and they really sell it well around the region. So um, I love going there, and you know, yeah, it's a bit hot and sticky and a bit sweaty, um, but it beats you know the tail end of Melbourne's winter, so I wasn't complaining.
1: Well, as uh as usual, folks, you're incorrect. Um, and uh, Daryl Young did actually make his DTM uh, debut last year with uh, Audi Sport Team Phoenix. However, however, it came, his, his weekend well, came to a premature end after he clouted the barrier and ruined the roll cage, and um, I don't think he's been asked to come back. So he was a DTM driver, but perhaps didn't actually make the race. Momentarily,
0: and what does he do this year? World Touring Coach Captain.
1: The point is, he did DTM. And if you did your research... A
0: nanosecond. I blinked and I missed him. That's so a, a good... No, that's, that's a good... Wait, start. That,
1: go. That, go. That's a good segue, me, nanosecond, because it's, it, it plays on the nano, and it's actually the number one music hit on iTunes in Spain. Jamie Al has got an album out called Organic Life, which is Detroit Chicago hip hop um, music, and I had a listen today, and it's absolute rubbish.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. He's a he's a, a leading DJ in,
1: in Ibiza. Perhaps he so, should be doing drug testing more often.
0: But yeah, no, he's he's big. Apparently, he's a uh, he's a big name in, in um, down in where 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 are the you know down in. Um, on Ibiza and places like that, uh, and the club scene, he's huge. So he's, if he doesn't make it as a Formula One driver, which is more likely than not, I'd say, um, he's certainly got a big career to fall back on. And he, he, he shares that um, aptitude, that musical inclination, if you like, with someone that we know here in Australia. Absolutely. Ryan Walkinshaw.
1: <laughs> right,
0: the new boss of, um... I didn't know that. Even, uh, I thought it and might
1: have been Eddie
0: Jordan. Yeah, to Tom walking shorts, hot holding Empire anyway. He, yeah, no, he's quite an accomplished DJ and, um... Quite you know, so. ...music producer in the club scene in the UK. Uh, not anymore, I think he's, um... Got rid of the, uh... What do they call it? The Alice band, the headband and the, uh... The piercing through the eyebrow and, um, You know, put a suit on and he's, uh, Playing the businessman, now running, uh... The operations down here in Australia, and also, you know, taking over Tom's role at the Gloucester Rugby Union Club in the UK. But, you
1: know, there you go. You didn't know that, did you? That. um Well, at least we know that uh, the,
0: the taro- and, um and Ryan, share.
1: if the Toro Rosso driver is unsuccessful picking up in pit lane, he'll always do good down there on the island. He can always be assured of talent available.
0: You think so?
1: Yeah, I think so. And he'd probably have that DJ app for the iPhone and the oh. iPad. He probably would.
0: Were you ever a DJ in your... I was never... Nev-
1: no, no, but I... But Bris Vegas and I have done top podium step dancing.
0: What is that?
1: Well, we have to make it to the top of the podium, you know, like in the top level of the nightclub and all that. You know, so everyone does that. It's just to get there to find out that you you don't uh, you don't um, really want to be there oh, still,
0: uh, how was I'm, your um,
1: cornice napkin haul
0: I'm still mourning the loss of, loss of disco mate so <laughs> <laughs> gee I could move on the dance floor honestly John Travolta had nothing on me yeah the napkin counts good thank you Singapore Airlines doesn't have have the quality of napkins that they do in the Qantas club in Melbourne but the reasonable second best so I I had occasion to sample a few.
1: (laughs) Craig Lowndes has crashed out of the safari.
0: That's a shame isn't it because he was um, on a runaway there and uh, ready to uh, back up and successfully defend his victory last year which was in his first attempt and he was on the on the road to go uh, three in a row again like he did last year. Phillip Island, the Australian safari and uh, and Bathurst so I don't know He can get back in the rally and maybe climb, up, climb back up through the field but uh, it'll be a big effort to win it but still i would be backing he and uh, Mark Scape at, uh, at Bathurst they're still looking the strongest pair
1: it's only three minutes to go folks before you're off to your um your um
0: assignation. Nation hey JP <laughs> hey folks how are you
1: it's oh, really good mate. You're back I to the old foes without the facial growth. Oh break. it is too, I didn't realise Eddie Jordan's gone. Not a touch yeah, of facial growth. The
0: hamster's been uh, removed. Ah, Good, I, I didn't, I didn't Singapore that. good? Don't well, talk to me No more cat it. weasel yeah, good time, yeah. done
1: that. Next. Boring race. Off you
0: go.
1: I told yeah. You. Off you go, you've you <laughs> got tough. two minutes to go and then you can it's leave. <laughs> What's the
0: story with two, two minutes?
1: He's got to go off to do tennis. Yeah, oh, well, has,
0: it, it, has to. Can we have, have an impromptu tech time? Because I'm curious to see what you guys think about the impending launch of the new iPhone, be it four S or five. What do you reckon? All
1: right. Well, if that's the Fire. case, then I, pro- I will have to say that we will have a little bit of a tech time before I introduce my regular co-host JP to the show, so we don't have to re-edit. All right. Okay. Um, fair but, but, but we st- don't need it. But, but, but stay here. Oh, can I go and get a beer, though? Yeah, well, don't Just you. My chip. Now, Oh no, Andrew came back last night. They're all gone. He better not. No, he did. He drank them all. I thought I,
0: I thought I'd replaced JP.
1: There actually is a very, very interesting bit of tecton, and in fact, it came in in the form of the announcement by the boss of Amazon, Jeff Bezos who introduced the new impending 7-inch Kindle Fire for $199 based on the Android operating system. Interestingly, at virtually no point do they mention it's an Android device. It's an Amazon tablet. And uh, interesting that uh, it doesn't... It's probably the first device, folks, that's actually appearing that you would feel it could... um, compete against the iPad, but without taking iPad market share away, because it's really sort of like it's an entry-level device, it's not a high-end thing device that's running lots of applications and so on like that, but interestingly, um, if you, I think when you buy it, you get a month of their um, uh, uh, Amazon Prime service, which has got 18 million movies on it, um, unlimited video streaming for $79 a year. Um, all off the cloud, everything's in the cloud um, books, it's got a really talking great talking about the kindle fire what are you th- didn't you hear me? no, I was going get a beer but just what you're saying, I've read all the same crap today myself Hel- helpful isn't it? you know, I've read all the same crap as opposed to excellent research <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you manage to fly no. back so quickly from the, from the launch in San- Santa all Barbara I'm, all I'm trying to say is that you know you're not that clever because I've read the same stuff. Well, no, a... Actually, there is- it was... it,
0: it, It's interesting because it's got the critical mass of Amazon behind it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a potentially a huge market there and depends, as they move further on, there's been some speculation I've, I've heard that um, Amazon will actually pretty much start, to, you know, eventually give it away just to get people signed up to their, I think you said, their prime service. And that's where they'll make their real money by people you know paying paying the membership for that crime service which i think is a roughly 80 bucks a year us 79 then, you know,
1: if you were listening a moment ago 79
0: r- roughly 80 and uh <laughs> and paying for the services so but to
1: a on the small side absolute. seven
0: inch you know roughly screen isn't it um more like a, a sort of a big iphone or a big smartphone but yeah i certainly think you know amazon is um just the brand is going to drive a lot of sales so uh Maybe not directly taking on the iPad, as you say, but um, maybe we will give them something to
1: think about. Look, I think that, uh, and in all seriousness, it's a device that I would buy for um, Princess de Tilda to play with. You know, and, and, and you know, it's, it, it's, it's pretty easy to, to, to use and, and, you know, it's got the Dr. Seuss books and things like that and it's $199. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if, if, OK, so it's Wi-Fi based, which well, means same. which means that you could cruise down the highway with it tethered, yeah. To, your, to your iPhone and still pull like a movie down for the kids to watch. I, I think it's I think it's got some um, you know uh, some merit. I'd be happy to. I'd be much rather taking a Kindle to the beach with a book on it than I would be the iPad. So um, yeah, yeah I, I reckon I reckon they're under a winner. But I reckon they're under a winner because my my brother-in-law Pete, his his eyes aren't that great, so he wants something iPad-like where he can actually enlarge the text to make it easy to read. But he doesn't want to pay for an iPad because he doesn't do email and he doesn't do bloody surfing the web or anything like that. So it's the perfect solution. But just what?
0: And, lo- and this one's colour, so you can you know have mm-hmm. a bit more fun with it compared with the Kindle, which is you know just plainly an e-reader.
1: But but so, it works beautifully in, in in bright sunlight, you know, and that's that's one of the one of the, the the great things about those sort of those sort of devices. But while we're on the subject of of, of iPad and 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 uh, the new the new Kindle Fire. You know, it 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 appears to me that Apple is doing themselves no um, no uh, nothing good, nothing good, no no favours with a carry on in various parts of the globe, especially here in Australia, about trying to restrict the uh, the sale of the Galaxy Tab. Because the more that they do it, it actually drags more attention. They've got more attention and on the Sydney Morning Herald website, and I imagine it would be the same with the age down there in Melbourne. And just reading to some of the comments that the lawyers are arguing, they're saying that should the Galaxy Tab be launched in Australia, it, would, uh, it will launch with the velocity of a fire hose and will, um, will like basically uh, steal steal um, customers away from the iPad at a rapid rate, in fact going on to say that they will become Android people. I mean, is that, that makes me go back to lost in space to think that people would become Android <laughs> yes, people. Yes. <laughs> so like, you know, if it's a good competitor, why tell everyone? I mean um, some
0: so have got a Johnny they've attracted a lot of attention to it. I'm quite fascinated to check out the Galaxy Galaxy tablet. Um, I've even been tempted to have a look at the Galaxy phone as, as well but certainly I'm going to have a look at the tablet and uh, if I wasn't thinking of it before all the publicity, you know Apple's obviously a bit
1: worried about I mean, f- look, Folks, it, mm. it's an Android OS device as opposed to an iOS device I mean, it's not locked to the iTunes ecosystem and stuff like that I mean, what, it might physically look the same as a like from a shape but I mean, as they've already shown you've got to go back to Stanley you want know, a Stanley crook Kubrick's films, yes, and uh, it's um, it's all it's all pretty common there. Star Trek, there's all sorts of things. I think they're just yeah. just they're throwing their weight around, and it's good to see Russell Kogan there with his offshore parallel importing, cutting yes, through the cutting we? through the, the the swash of legal mumbo jumbo to be able to bring the devices into Australia, but. They're going
0: to get moving shortly, but just quickly before I go, can you just tell me why should I want the new iPhone? What's going to be the?
1: Apparently, you can make phone. calls on it.
0: Got you like?
1: Yeah, you, ma- you can make calls on this one. Oh,
0: they've moved the air at- antenna attenuation thing. Yeah, they? apparently.
1: Well, and, I, um, I don't think you're going to see iPhone five on October four. I think better pixels. You're, you're not going to see that. You're just going to see an interim product, I think, which will probably move to an on chip. On onboard sim um, which will have automatic activation with whatever carrier you use it with that would be my guess yeah maybe this will be a little bit better in the display it's not it's not a big enough launcher it may be just an announcement but probably um, there's thoughts about the Facebook app for iPad yes. will be there and it'll be I, 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 I want to give you an update and maybe Steve will come in and say g'day you know and just say look here's the cloud services but working and so on like mm. that but I would think that they'd be running themselves into big trouble to launch the hardware simultaneously with all the iOS 5 uh, software and cloud services simultaneously and, um, and iTunes matching it's just just a little bit too much for my thinking so I think it's, it's a little bit, a, bit a, a drop in the bucket because it's only at the town hall uh, mm. it, on Apple campus which means it's extremely controlled um, so it's yeah. definitely not a, it's not a public launch it's an announcement of some kind. and a a technology demo. right,
0: and JP? Yes, mate. Is it true that they've made a running change to the iPhone 4 during production, so they've actually moved that antenna actuator from away from where you cover it with your fingers? Well, it's rumored that they have, but the actual, um, as far as I'm aware, the the aluminum strip
1: that goes around the outside Mm -hmm. hasn't moved, so where that gap is, is still in that gap. JP's been very busy. If you've been listening to the last show on Nokia integration with the uh, with the uh, the Acer tablet and so an Android three point two Honeycomb, so he hasn't had a moment in getting flash working. So he's really been a little bit off lately. You know, getting back to those emails coming in from from, uh, from Steve and uh, you know Steve's retired, he's, he's still keeping in touch with, with JP. And I think JP, you're off to Singapore next week, aren't you, for a secret talks? Well, on my way to Bathurst. That's right, and that <laughs> was you, <laughs> Tosser. <the laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: okay, guys. All right, okay, guys. Good to chat. See you in I'll Bathurst. we you both up at the mountain, and Absolutely. we can uh, do a big preview show next week of the uh, Bathurst 1000, which so this fantastic. year could be a bit of a rip snorter, I reckon. I think I reckon it will, will be a bit be
1: of a bit of a rip snorter too, uh, folks. And I'd like to say uh, we'll move on to part B of the show, and viewers, uh, you've been missing or.
0: You've oh. just been listening to or you've just missed the Fogues. Le Fogues. <laughs> Le Fogues. <laughs> Steve, yours. No,
1: Steve. I'd let that bristle grow the next week. I would let that oh, gravel next week. That be, did you notice that? Yeah. Flip over the vinyl, it's the B-side. <laughs> B-side. 195 B-side. There you go. You've had the A-side with Fogues, now you've got the B-side <laughs> I've had with the A with Fogues. I give him the <laughs> A. give him the big A. <laughs> Anyway, there's nothing left for you to talk about other than like, oh, right. oh what are we going to do? For, what are we going to do for food? Well, this is a backwards show. It started with a little bit of motor racing, and went on to technology. Now we're talking about what we're what we're cooking for the for the you know the towers. And the Towers. the Zucanabic towers. The action racing team. Well, I suppose viewers, it should be uh, pointed out that the designated chefs of previous years have always been uh, JP and and, and myself, um, but it was uh, alerted that following the Winton testing weekend, that uh, Marcus's sister, Nikki, mm. would be in charge of cooking, along with Vince, the non-blood relative uncle. That's right. Well, let me tell you, viewers, that Nikki doesn't eat anything. Like, it's not that she's uh, anorexic, but she's allergic to just about everything, which means she can't taste the food. It's like having... Can you have a vegetarian cook lamb chops for you, JP? No, you can't. And so I thought, well, we better come along and make sure that we're testing the food and helping out. Well, Nikki was pretty okay from that, as she replied to me from a swimming pool. Swimming pool. A swimming pool. As opposed to a swimming pool. Where? In sunny Nevada. Nevada? Looking to buy a house in Las Vegas. To buy a house in Las Vegas. How do the Serbians think? I don't know. I don't Can't know. Can't work it out. But obviously she's not going to be at Bathurst. Well, no, because it's a bit bumpy on the plane and a bit twisty on the road. Right. And so, it has befallen to us. Yep. F- once again... To get things organised. Because that's what we're good at. Sausage roulette. I like the sausage roulette idea. I think that's good. But, yeah, I, but I've been told that if one specific person does get the nasty one. That would be which, Nick. Which will be stuck with the world's nastiest, hottest, hottest chili. He said you're gonna get a Serbian sausage where you don't want it. i mm, well I'm gonna make sure that he needs to know which one that it is. Absolutely. Yep. Sausage roulette. There'll be, be a sort sly flag, fa- flag on the be hot be. one. <laughs> it just makes <laughs> <get> it'll <laughs> be so right. have, have a flashing Slashin lead. And was, uh, with the snakes, we'll do a ray, a ra- mash,
0: um,
1: and a good onion gravy. Got. Uh, well, I was going to say uh, caramelised onions actually, Car- and, and gravy. gravy, and gravy, and um, probably yeah, and some just some carrots or something. Mm. And, you know, token vegetables We don't eat no carrots. Token vegetables. Just got add some token dallas. something green. Yeah, well maybe dallas will do. A bit of spiky lettuce with parmesan. Mm. Anyway, moving on from there to your idea of uh, chicken paprika. Chicken paprika. I like doing chicken paprika. I know. Then you do it. my mother's. That she's cooked for as long as I can ever remember. Well, she's made so much of and it. It's like an can, old ham hanging around until February. Well, no, actually, it's funny because. My mum used to cook it for years, and then when I came out to Australia, I Was reckon- it tough, was it? <laughs> no, not Overdone? Years. Not for years like that. But I came out to Australia, and I hadn't had chicken paprika for I don't know how long. And then suddenly one day it just F-F-S-S- came FFS chicken paprika. Why don't I do chicken paprika? And I did, and everybody loved it. And so I thought, right, that's it, that goes on the list now. It's very easy to prepare. You just get your chicken breasts and chop them in half. I get whole ones, and like each person gets a half a breast. Mm-hmm. Um, put chicken paprika in bit of cream mm-hmm. some onions it's but just I deluxe. think you've made it before and I think yeah that's good because whilst I won't be not there to help um, I could be it could be trying to get out of as much as possible no I no seriously it? you know I love cooking and it's got yeah. a great <laughs> kitchen we know we know we know it's um, got a great yeah. kitchen yeah. so it's all good double ovens so right. kind it's kind of cows cows definitely like yes, Up. Uh, uh, as long as the uh, I don't blow myself up in the oven again Yes, they did have a bit of a ignition issue. They did, and I got sort of burnt eyebrows and singed hair. And Yes, yeah, so I don't want you being franny-faced, Chef. No, too right. And I don't want any of the team coming home looking franny-faced. I <coughs> will <they'd> be happy-faced. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dear. What about a good old piece of corned beef? Now, there's a good idea. Because it's an easy one it to is. do. And everyone loves a bit of corned beef. Don't right. they? With they the do. cabbage? Yep. You get your carrots in, yeah. It's, you can have some nice spring kebabich, and uh, that's always that always goes down well. The white sauce, we can go down to the that white sauce, the, the, the the butcher shop butcher. The, where I know what corner it's on the UK for getting, and we can say, Can you cut it off the H bone? <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be thinking, These boys know what they're talking about. <laughs> These bloody <laughs> southerners coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. we're sorted. We are, and maybe and maybe burgers as a fallback, and, and yeah. hot dogs apparently, and continental sausages, continental. hot dogs hot like hot dogs. we used to do at the deli down the street. Jeez, you're always In the power on days, mate. They great bacon, cheese. Hot no, dogs. this is for the track. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, they can have That'd their little. Good. I might take the little Weber baby Q. Yeah, sounds good. Right. Me, viewers. So but what have you and haven't you covered with the following? Oh, yeah. well, know, we've talked about Singapore and, and obviously we want a bit of a tech story and so on like that and now we've obviously gone into the town hall event. And I, what, I, what I didn't do and it, which is, it's a little bit techie, but it's also a bit motorsporty mm-hmm. motoring, you've got to go and have a look at this new website that Volkswagen has put up at, it's beetle.de Now it's a, it's a brilliant example of HTML5 and cascading style sheet and, and and JavaScript and jQuery plugins, and no matter how big you drag it, it, it just you just scroll the page, it just goes down, and it's you got to look at it. Beetle.de. Oh, is the de oh, German? I'm going to show. I'm going to show it to you for a sec. Hmm, demo complete. Very good. Very uh, very good preview there, viewers, and uh, it works a treat and... Across two it's screens. A, it's a fantastic Well, we had a 7-inch screen yeah. and a 23-inch screen. We had 40 inches of screen space there, which would be running three, nearly 4,000 pixels yep. across them all. And it, it just d- kept growing to suit the size of the screen and scrolling all the way through. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's based, I think, uh, on looking at the card Joomla engine, mm-hmm. because it used some moodful um, plug But anyway... You didn't come here to listen to all techy stuff we don't know nothing about, but I just thought that was mm, no, it's tech excellent. meets tech meets German sausages meets German car meets German car, it's a German car. Okay. A German okay. car. Okay. So to, did you touch on? Over fact, to you, knackers. Did you touch on the fact that Ryan? I haven't touched on anything. Ryan Hansford's going to be uh, making his Mount v debut at Mount Panorama. Ryan Hansford. Ryan Hansford, son of Greg. But hang on a minute. But late. He's Greg. not the he's he's driven before. Yeah, but not at Mount Panorama. He oh Mount Panorama. But do you know he changed maybe. his name because when he first started racing he was Reese Hansford. Was he? Unless there Unless there's another one. Unless there was a bit of a fuck up. Well, maybe. With someone not getting the r- words right. Which is they could have been a fuck up somewhere. So, but so uh, that's pretty cool, I reckon. That um, you know that we've got yet another son of a of a famous driver uh, competing. Let's not forget for the and younger. The years for years. For the younger viewers, um, <laughs> Greg Hansford. He won the 250cc, two fifty cc. Two fifty Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was two fifty cc. World two fifty cc champion who then, yeah. after turning to motor racing, was tragically killed. At Turn 1 at Phillip Island in a Ford Mondeo, which happened to be the very first media event that International Paulie had to do. So Paulie came to work to go, oh, this will be interesting. Uh, Driver dead, oh, what do Mm. I write? Mm. And I bet he did Mm. too. But see, Greg had a lot of success. 1993, he won with uh, Larry Perkins, the VP. Um, Second in the uh, same year in the 12 hour with uh, Charlie O'Brien. And uh, then he got the victory in the 12-hour with uh, Crompton and an RX-7. And so, yeah, so following in the footsteps. Yes, day. the Alan Horsley-prepared uh, RX-7 SPs, mm. of which none of them... Shaw, The oh, side talker. The side talker has gone on to probably the greatest campaigner of, that we would know of around yeah, the world. In fact, probably the greatest campaigner, who came third in class last weekend at the... Barcelona, twenty-four hours. Thanks for mentioning that. Oh, good on you, Rick. That's excellent news. There are only three in the class. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Driving car forty-four. That's still good. So, now Jackie's down seventh in the um, in the Ute mm. Championship. So well, well we're certainly talking about Utes. Well. Marcus Sikhanovic has scored the wildcard entry. Yes, we, we drive drive the, on the show last week. We did. But what we didn't mention, because a phone call came through this morning, from someone who's flown in from the southern states to say... As in the states of the US. the southern states of the US, to say, hello, viewers, I'll be at Bathurst with my father and I just want to catch up and say good day, Young George. Young George of the Jungle. By George. It's George. By George. Who? So uh, he can tell us that we're that r- irrelevant show about bullshit again. Well, you he said he'd be on. <laughs> oh, that's good. We'll have him on. <laughs> yeah, we like <love laughs> having him on. And he said that he got offered of the, the, off of the gig. Oh, he, he got offered of the gig to drive the... um to drive the uh, action, uh, no, not the action, the uh, auto, auto one car, one. Yep. but was unsure about how he would go there in a holding there. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm, yeah, but, very very but that's interesting. okay. It's it's, you know, it's man. like yeah. John Bow. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do Target Tasmania, JB? Well, everyone expect me to win it. Mm-hmm. Fair call. Cool. And you don't want to put yourself in that. Anyway, so it'd be good to catch up with him and... Um, well, there's a bit of paper I don't need. Look, What? Amazon releases the Android-powered Kindle Fire tablet. Yeah, see, you'll the, notice, you you'll notice it that my, mine are, are handwritten notes, which means implying research. Uh, excuse me, wh- how did I get that? Why, you Google... Did I read three, it? Google, Google, come I I Google, things like that. Now, interestingly, in the v apparently, at Sandown, the glory days of Australian touring car racing are back. They're going to have a Group C and Group A's in the support races, so that'll be really? pretty cool. Yep, yep. So I reckon that will be excellent. All cars in Group C and Group A historic t- current t- touring car racing. They're all originals. Now, there's lots of that stuff going on. It's almost getting to the point yep. that it's not a, it's not it's not heyday anymore. I mean, you know, like Kevin Wex's championship car. Well, the car he won the target. Tanga event here is, which is actually the opening round. Yep. Like the, the, the medal over his head was 1974, but the rest of it was, it was 2000 2008 Super Cup. <laughs> so, you know, you just, you've got to really sort of drill down and, and find out what's going on. In now, fact, what? Russell. Russell who? Russell Yeah, he's, he's out. Off. Now, this weekend, back this weekend, next weekend, I should say. Which is 200th. This is 200th. A special report. livery on the car and the number two hundred, officially sanctioned I, by v Supercar. I can't wait to see it. Jeez, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm so interested. Oh, shut up! You're just being flippant now. No, mean, you know what or that, buddy. what, you know what that does? That means that he's child old. from Armageddon Design has got his work cut out for him. Bringing out the absolutely gorgeous spotter's guide, which can be available yes. at spottersguide.com. Brilliant job that he's done. World class. In Actually, fact, uh, he has now got his. Don't interrupt. I'll, oh, that's my job. He, he has right. got to wait for the livery to come through for the Pepsi Max car, man. which oh, is the Pepsi. fifth yes. iteration of the artwork this year. Yes. Along with the Denya Mars Shannon's car, and now Russell's two hundred. Yep. two hundred. Special livery. But have a look Have a look at it. Spottersguide.com look down no, left hand. That's side. what I was gonna correct you about. It's not spottersguide.com, it's spotterguides.com. Because I went to spottersguide.com and it said do you want to buy this domain? Spotter guides. It's spotterguides, not spottersguide. So the S moves to the end of the word guides and not at the end of the word spotter. Alright viewers? Pausing to check. <laughs> Well, I'll let you have this one. Spotter guides. That's it. So, there you go. Anyway, Dane Child from Armageddon Design. Absolutely yeah, brilliant, brilliant work. And um, I just noticed note that he actually put a radio hot lap on the butter. Oh, bottomly, I didn't know anything about it. He said he told me. I must have been drunk. <laughs> that would be unusual. Oh, hello. Oh, it's the dogs with a wangy tail. Hello, dogs. The dinner's going. Hello, dogs. Who's your you? dinner, dogs. Isn't she, don't you think she's put on a little bit of weight? I was just going to say that. Has she been putting weight on? This is the winter warmth. It must be. Well, she's looking thinking of the you chicken know. paprika. Get it. Right. Right. Other news of interest I'd like to tell you about is that yesterday, Dominic Farnenbar. Mm-hmm. Dominic. Well, sneaky old Dominic. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Around the Nürburgring, the Nordschleife, mm. to set the new production world lap record in the e- Viper ACR. Viper. And if you go to Dominic Farnbacher dot dot he dot com. You will find a link to it on YouTube and it's a, it's a really good, um, good production in 1080p um, before he heads off to Petit Le Mans this weekend which is just about the end of the season. Mm. Driving um, for the second time this year in the American Le Mans Series Duros with Scott Sharp's Extreme Motorsport. Yep. Um, operation with... Um, it's Scott Sharp, yeah, and two other people. Isn't it? And all the <laughs> bit! <laughs> and Dom. Dom's the other person he's driving with. Right, wow. Dom and Dom. The other car. There's a second car, okay. Yeah, I know. There's two cars. And the other car, yeah. is is run by run with uh, Scott's manager, mm-hmm. Mr. Brown. To you, because he doesn't like having his first name talked about. And uh, <laughs> Rob Bell and... Uh, Ding-a-ling. Rob Bell and Guy Cosmo. There you go. Just off the top my head. Jay. Cosmo. That's a mess, the name. Ironically, he started in uh, the, the Star Star Master. Oh, as, as, as they say. There's no R in Mars. Marsda. That's like there's no tea in chorizo, <laughs> or R in all. It's all about the. It's all about pronunciation yeah. and what part of the world you come from. Pronunciation. It's in a round of the um. Uh, International Le Mans Championship. That's right, viewers. He's just gone for a quick run into the other room to uh, gather some facts that he's obviously forgotten. Oh, right, here are. are they? Back. And I just wanted to go, I wanted to bring the viewers up to speed that like it's a it's a, it's a big event, great track, um, particularly at yep. uh, Road Atlanta and Braselton, which we've sold many times before. Oh, yeah. the little team that Kim Basinger decided Kim yeah. Basinger decided to, to buy after she made a fortune from the original Batman movie. Mm-hmm. But Audi Team Yerst is back, the same team that ran the R8 and NASA's mm-hmm. 12 will be hanging around there with the regular criminals. Um, but they 'll also be going up a couple of with, against a couple of the Peugeot uh total, Peugeot, Peugeot, uh, total sport teams with um, Anthony Davison uh, Sebastian Bourdais. what do you do all day Frank Stephen Saran, Alexander Woods and Simon Dach who will be arriving on the streets of the Gold Coast stand no out for the GC. 600. What's the, GC's for? the GC well?
0: Golden Cutlet?
1: No, it's not Golden Cutlet. However, someone had a baby. What, what, no, but, but before you go on to Oh, well, go on then. Who had a baby? <laughs> Mrs. Dixon. Yes. <laughs> on the Mason Dixon one. <laughs> and consequently, Scott Dixon can't come and Emmanuel Pirro.
0: He's Perro.
1: He's been is. drafted I mean, well, into the Stone Brothers Enduro. You've cut my lunch again, <laughs> <laughs> just because I said who had a baby, and I was just about to say that because it flowed on nicely. But you see, you, you've got to come at it from a different angle, JP. You see, where leg- so you see if, you, if you've done your, your handwritten notes. Never mind your, your handwritten notes. See, you can I've see. I've got my bloody notes is, here. You're just a follower of a leader. Barely had a nappy, so I'll tell you on that one. Oh. Do you know well, the last time Emmanuel Perrault was in uh, Australia? Yes, it was. I did. When? And without even looking, and yeah. nor did I even read that, he yeah. was driving an M3 at Bathurst. Wrong. Schnitzer. When? I don't know the year. But it was uh, white. But he's been here since then. What? Barrier Reef. And guess, we were there. <laughs> well. And it was here in Adelaide. Oh, he was here with uh, the Audi team. In the right. race of two thousand, yeah, yeah, right? Oh, what do you? you? There you go. See? got one. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, but you didn't know a bit about the schnitzel bit, did you? Yeah, I oh, the schnitzel bits there. Where? Oh, oh, but you had to read that. That came off the top of my head. Well, that's good. But your head is, you know, schnitzery. Yeah, exactly. Usually like Look, There's so many people here. We know we should be there, but we can't be everywhere. We can't. But we might be everywhere with the new. This is my racestory.com that's being launched. At Bathurst, we could be everywhere. We could. I mean, and I think, oh, I didn't really think we were plugging that tonight. Yep. Well, we're not. Well, you just said about it. Oh, well, then we'll just strike, that from the, restri- just strike that from the jury's memory. So, alright, viewers, do not go to MyRaceStory.com because well, we're right. not ready yet. No. Hardy hasn't finished building it yet. I have, but no, it's not ready. That's right. It's embargoed. Oh, Viewers, don't go there. And if you do, can you sign the uh, statutory declaration that says, I'm not going to talk to anybody about it? I'm not doing it right and uh, I see and I don't know, like the trucks in there, you always need to get it. Yeah, right, so what have you, you got to tell and, uh, us about uh, Kimmy? Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Has he done the deal? And uh, have another vodka, too, later. <laughs> yeah. He's not telling. I look good. <laughs> so, you know, your impressions of Kimmy are getting more like Michael Jackson on his deathbed. <laughs> they had to have subtitles for on the news last night. He's already dead. <laughs> I know got the inquest on. What the subtitle Oh <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> I didn't know that. Look mm. we don't want to take on E channel. No, we don't. Absolutely not. Right. Anything else from you? I've got I'm a joke, because it's pre-Bathurst, so I figured the viewers will be driving to Bathurst and they'll be listening to our an, I have it's a good one, because you're telling it's a, me. It's a Bathurst one. It's, it's actually, it's the perfect radio hot lap joke. <laughs> it's that mixture of motorsport, barbecues, beer, wine, camaraderie, or as folks would say, blokey bomb homie. <laughs> And that's it, and that's what it's about. And so, anyway, there were these four blokes, live down at Canberra, and every year they have a bloke's week away to go to Bathurst. They've been doing it for 14 years. Go from somewhere freezing to somewhere fucking cold. That's right. So, they're getting ready for the annual pilgrimage, and as usual, on the long weekend prior to Bathurst, they all meet... They'd the be Rob. politicians, wouldn't they? They all meet... No, all they're the, blokes. Yeah, but all the camera work. They're that. all right blokes. And be, so, anyway, they meet at Robbo's place on the Monday night of the long weekend just to fine-tune everything, work out who's bringing what and everything else. So they're there at Robbo's, they've got the barbecue going, they've got a couple of beers, they're having a bit of a chat, oh, you bring this, you bring that, yeah, rah right, right. And suddenly, Kenny blurts out Boys, I'm sorry, I can't make it this year. And they're all just absolutely gobsmacked. They look at him and they go, But Kenny, it's been 14 years. It's the bloke's week. We've got to go. No, no, sorry, I can't. Can't go this year. Me and the missus have had a little bit of trouble at home and things aren't going too good. And we had a blazing round the other night and she told me that it was time that I stopped being selfish and thought about her needs. So, Is that why we going on Wednesday? Anyway, I agreed that I wouldn't go to Bathurst this year. So sorry boys, you're on your own. So that was the end of that. So the boys always go up to McPhillamy, camping. They've got their own spot that they've had for the last 14 years. They get it all marked out. White picket fence, well behaved. They leave Canberra early in the morning, cruise up to Bathurst, get their lunchtime. Get all their perishables, go to the bottle shop, get their grog, do the whole that thing. One piece you. Of beer per viewer per day. Alright, so anyway. They all toddle off to Bathurst on the Wednesday. Drive up the dirt road up to McPhillamy. And bugger me dead, there's Kenny. And he's sat there, he's got his tent up. He's got the Monaro parked. He's got a fire going. Nice pile of firewood. He's got his comfy chair out. You know, one of them comfy fold-up deluxe chairs with the it's little, little thing over for, uh, for the, for the uh, beer to go in on the, on the handle of the seat, the whole bit. And they go, Kenny, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, it's a long story, boys. But after I left the barbie last night, uh, on Monday night, I went home and I said to the missus, all right, I've told the boys, I'm not going to Bathurst. So he said, she was pretty happy about that. Anyway, next morning I got up. I thought I'd go for a bit of a tinker with the Monaro in the shed. So I'm out in the shed, messing around. And suddenly she comes out and she says, I thought we'd have dinner at lunchtime today. So I'll call you in in a minute and we'll have dinner. So he says, so all right. I washed up, got in, curtains are all drawn. Dinner table's all laid out, real nice, all super deluxe. Sort of wine. of curtains Bottle of wine candle lit. He said, it's amazing. And then we had this really super duper meal, a few wines. He said, I was just sitting back after the meal, relaxing in my chair, sipping on my wine. She excused herself. I just thought she was going to the bog. Next thing she comes in and she's put her hands over my eyes and said right, I want you to get up from the chair slowly, keep your eyes closed and then you can turn around. Well, I turned around and there she was In this brand new negligee thing, all see through and you know, (laughs) And he said, I thought, whoa. So then, hand signals, viewers. She takes me by the hand and leads me through into the bedroom. Well, bugger me. The bedroom, full of bloody rose petals, candles burning everywhere, the bed's turned down, and in the middle of the bed, there's two of them real soft, like ropes that you get when you tie the curtains back, and a pair of them fluffy handcuffs. What sort of curtains? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) So she says, right, what I want you to do now is get this negligee off me and tie me up. So I did that. And I'm standing there looking at her. And she's all tied up on the bed. And she said, now you can do whatever you like. So I threw my gear in the car and here I am. At Bathurst. And JP, there's no G in negligee. (laughs) <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's a. Oh, what is that? Rubbish. All that. that? How, much, how much time do you waste there? Wearing the battery out, People. Right, that's done. Crossed off my list of handmade notes. Oh, the bloody handmade and notes. And, 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 and I, 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 I. Look. Would you like me to go on and tell you about how? Well, you do go on you're normally. Jason Richards is coming back to drive at the Touring Car Masters this weekend. Oh, that's fantastic. No, he's not. We'll see you live again the following weekend. <laughs> In an HQ. Will it be a 350 or a 308? A 308. Wrong. 350. Yeah. Good Cramerism. Chris Atkinson. <laughs> Chris Atkinson could possibly uh, wrap up wrap, W wrap up yes. the um, the Asia Pacific Rally Championship this week in, in uh, Rally Hokkaido in the northern uh, in northern uh, part of Japan. But uh, he, uh, might I tell you, it, he's got a slim margin. He's looking a bit shaky. Yeah. Mmm. So you think he'll do it or not? Well, I mean, based on the stability of the. Geographic area, I think he's probably worried about his shakiness. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes. Well, while you you're there. on rallying, it's Proton? No. Australian Safari Rally. Lowndes is defending his title this week. No, he's no. not. He's already rolled over. We've already talked about it. He that. rolled yesterday. Oh, no, it's finished. Yeah. Who had that with phone. It's totally finished. Isn't it? no, we're not. no, he got dragged okay. in. He got dragged in over the coals. Yeah, well, I know, and I know he flipped it on his side yesterday, but they were quite confident they were going to get back in. Well, JP, you know, Fox was just going, "I'm really disappointed." Actually, I'm really quite happy about it. I'm sick of people winning all the time. It's got to be shared around. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it's actually good for it's good for business for Fox. So you never told me you touched on the Australian Rally Championship uh, on the Australian Safari Rally. No, 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 did you? Smashed, smashed, it. smashed it. Yeah, he did smash it. Yeah, bad There you go. Unlike Dan Weldon, who seems to be getting more drives. Than anyone else because he's not limited to testing laws that the rest of the uh in izzod indica <laughs> championship Izod clothing IZOD, Izod, uh and uh dan weldon not only has he got uh a race coming up in kentucky before he does the las vegas five million dollar deal which I think is pretty good, because if we win, mm. you get to a million, you or I get to an half million, if we were lucky fans. Luck, we have to be very lucky. Well, you've got to be in it to win it. You do. You, you know, know right. what they say, so that's what they Street ice Cream said. Triple mm. treat. Trip. Well, you've got to be in it to win it, you've got to be in it to win it or anything. <laughs> but he was testing the, the, the 2012 chassis, ironically won't be introduced till 2013, <laughs> although available to the teams in November 2011, to Lara Chassis, around the Brickyard, the full circuit today, and... Um, Look like he was enjoying it. Good. That's it. And it. Um, that's it. That's it. Another another scroll through the uh, handwritten notes. That's it. He's covered everything with <laughs> it. Not anymore. Quite. There is further discussions to be had, and that is. We need to give some thanks to people. There are people out there that have been requiring our thanks. Those that, behind the scenes, the unsung heroes, who do no editing as well, but no. quietly quietly support us. Plug away. Obviously, Jezza with your stickers. Absolutely, Jezza. Again, Jezza. I mean, Without a doubt, Jezza. enough Jezza. 400 bucks that's coming eventually, Jezza. That's enough Jezza. That's bucks, a, it. Okay. Is it? Who else? Oh, well, Bruce Fr- Vegas, Fr- I suppose. Yes. For allowing me to be able to be you know, uh, mooching around. Mooching around. Around racetracks whilst um, looking after Princess de Tilda, Yes. Um, the dogs. <laughs> dogs. For, yeah. uh, for her keeping close to me. Right. And, uh, and also for, for FWBM. For um, a, a, a Beautiful wine selection, which he has brought back to us from Domaine Chandon, mm. for us to try. Look at this—six sparklers and yep. six beautiful flats. Beautiful. He's not here at the moment, but maybe you'll come in. At the we'll get stuck little... into him later on, will we? Oh, no, I think we've have had a little. I've had a little Koleski, a little Koleski, twenty ten. I don't mind it. Mm. Nice bottle, but no doubt, JP. Well, I've bought a bottle of Kangarilla Road Shiraz. From no. good old McLaren Vale. I'm alone? No, sure Weren't you, you listening? No. Or well, were you viewing? Now, I do have a bit of an issue about getting away to Bathurst on Wednesday morning because we're going to want to stop and do no, video diary. No, you're going to want to stop and do but, video but, diary. Oh, oh, that's right, yeah. Because I'll be driving as yeah, usual yeah, yeah. and you'll yeah. make no contribution to the driving. You'll just sit in the seat, I get bored, like, I will come make... up with crazy ideas, just like you did last year. Let me tell you, JP, I will be absolutely happy to do the driving with you, as long as you're happy to do the production of the podcast. Oh, here we go. And not once has it ever been achieved in a time frame suitable, nor requiring tech support from someone from afar. <laughs> and on that note, while we reminisce, a road reminisce, of, reminisce of the banned individual, who's been everly, even more banned recently. More banned? As bad as Ben can be Right For his miserableness The tall one Or The shorter one with glasses Until Until we speak again I mean view again View again On episode 196 A B C D Over the weekend viewers Some will be video Some won't You know The usual crap Oh yeah the usual crap That I have to produce And create And do everything Oh well because I do nothing Well you drive (laughs) <laughs> right viewers, I'll be driving, he'll be producing, Miss Daisy crap. <laughs> See ya, night viewers. Well, push the bloody button then. No, I'm not, I don't think I'm ready. You've got a mouthful of chips. What are we eating for dinner tonight? I don't know, what have you cook. <laughs> yeah, that be right.